Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. And I will never forget in my first meeting with the head of reality casting for NBC, 
she threw her pin down on the table when I started singing to her, and she stopped me, and she goes, why are you 28 and I've never heard of you before? And that one question changed my whole perspective on my career. And that's, I literally, when she asked that, I thought to myself, Anthony, God did not just give you this ability for inside of the four walls of a church. If that's the response you're going to get from a girl who hears thousands of people sing to her all day long every day, uh, then that means that there's something for you maybe outside of these four walls. So, obviously, I went to the show, um, you know, had a great time meeting all the people that I've gotten to work with since, since then. I uh, had a moment on the show that, that they changed the rules based on this battle around me and Jesse had, and, and that was kind of dope. And they've hired me since then as a, as a talent producer to work for the show, so I'm still working for The Voice, which is great. But uh, all those experiences, long story short, got me to a place of belief that all of us, God has given us abilities and talents, but it's, it's for real life. It's for, it's for real life, and a lot of times that happens outside of the four church walls. And uh, those real-life experiences drive us to a deeper worship experience when we, when we, when we um, don't compartmentalize them, when we allow God to infiltrate all the aspects of our life. You still there? Anthony? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Just just keep going. I had technical difficulties on my side. <laughs> yeah. So my my question too is, did somebody tell you that? I mean, what what was your? Because I talked to other artists who are amazing worship leaders, and you know, we always have this battle or this debate about secular music versus worship music and should worship music singers sing secular music and can secular music people sing worship music. And I, I, do you know what that conversation started? Because to me, music is music. It's, it's the, and I understand when people are saying don't, you can't sing certain lyrics when the lyrics right. mess up music. So it, was that your kind of process, the way you were processing the information and thinking you couldn't do well in Hollywood? Yeah, I think, I think so. I, I, I separated it and I, and I always had myself pinned as a Christian artist where if the lyrics weren't overtly about your faith then, then we're going to have a problem but I would love to be an artist that's a Christian so I sing about things that are real that we all face as, as human beings like the, some of the songs on the record are just about human emotions that I have felt in the past couple of years that's it but those human emotions because of my faith drive me deeper into my faith you know what I'm saying but I don't think I should not be singing about things that we face as human beings. I, don't, I feel like I should address all aspects of me. You know what I mean? Like all aspects of Absolutely. us. That's that's yeah. a part of communicating truth often authentically, and that's what I wanted to do on this project was to to communicate. And, and it mainly came from most of my friends in Los Angeles that I work with now in, in the whole TV and film world. They're not Christian. So I can't just communicate to them on a faith level all the time. I have to communicate them to them on a life level, and then when they ask how'd you handle that, then I go into faith. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I can talk about more than just my faith. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I think as Christians, we kind of do kind of pigeonhole ourselves. Um, even when I just, I have a TV talk show as well, and when I have the vision for it, God specifically in my spirit, I heard him say, it will be very similar to, and I'll say Oprah's, he said, but um, from a Christian perspective, however, not preachy and not religious. It simply means that I could have people on that were, you know, the Anthony Evans. I could have people come on and do praise and worship, but never religiously fanatical. So I get what you're saying totally, because the people that yeah. we need to reach the most are not going to come inside the four walls of a church. 
Completely. Uh, completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you did enlarge your territory, and so that means that you are giving people a reason to 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 think more, to rethink maybe their message of why I don't want to go to church, why I don't believe in God, why I quit believing in God. And then with your music, and I've heard the songs, oh, my goodness, all I could hear was golden albums, golden, golden, golden. <laughs> so no. I'm telling you, you are on to something because it's, it's, you are not compromising your faith. You're not compromising the word. You have not taken away from it or added to it but you have found a new way, not only for unbelievers or for people in Hollywood, but for Christians. Man, do you know this is going to change the paradigm for the way people live? Because we don't want, we box all each other, so we can't get to a higher place if that's all we do, and and we're all just around Christians all the time. Right, 100%. I 100% agree. And that's that's a lesson, again, (laughs) I learned in the last couple years living in Hollywood. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. And then to have your father say, go to Hollywood, you know, that's your covering. That's the person, you know, that you want to please, you know, as much as or as much as God sometimes are our parents. We just want them to be yeah, happy with yeah. us and proud of us. So when he yeah. said that, I bet your heart was just jumping for joy. <laughs> totally. Totally, yeah. Some of the songs, you have some amazing songs. There are 11 songs on this new album that is dropping nationwide today, everybody. Nationwide. And it's 11 songs. Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about those 11 songs. My favorite so far is what the one where you said, I should have said something, you could have said something, what would have happened. Oh, what could have been. What could have been, yeah. Yeah. Which, that's just a, that was just a real life song. That was just real life. Like, yo, I don't want to live with regret. I want to say what I mean, like, uh, especially in the area of a relationship. I don't want to watch you end up with somebody else because I never open my mouth. That, to me, is something that we have all at some point faced, but it can be broader than that. Like, I don't want to live with regret, so I'm going to chase my dream. I don't want to live with regret, so I'm going to, you know, you know what I mean? I'm going to go after what I feel like my heart really desires within the parameters of my faith. That, that is, yeah, I'm glad, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you like that song. That means a lot to me. But <laughs> I overall, can totally rest, relate. Well, there you go. That was a, that was the whole purpose. Um, yeah, well, the and even the title things. of the album. Sorry. No, yeah, go, ahead, ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. It's about you. I was just no, saying, saying that, your motivation for the. <laughs> we did it again. Uh, okay, you go ahead. I'm gonna stop. You go. Okay, I'm gonna address the question you just asked me about the songs. It, it, it's kind of multi-dimensional in that uh, when it comes to the worship side of the record, I. I, I text Martha Munizzi, and she was more than willing to work with me, and we had a great time, me and her and her daughter, writing half of the, over, over half the record, I think, was written with Martha Munizzi, and she's obviously amazing at writing connected worship songs, so that's where that came from. And the other half of the record I wrote with people who work with One Republic and, and uh, people who are just outside of, of the Christian box, you know what I mean? Um, or I wrote it with the real-life songs with some Christian writers. I just told them I want to talk about something else right here. I want to talk about this, but we're both from faith perspective. So let's talk about this real life experience from the perspective of faith. And um, that's how we, we came up with a lot of those songs. So it's a, it's my favorite body of work I've ever done. So I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Wow. Your favorite. You know, we're, um, we're the, our most, our worst critic ever. Nobody can oh, criticize yeah. us more, better than we can criticize ourselves. So for you to put your stamp of approval on your work, now that's that's amazing, and that's mature spiritual maturity. That is spiritual maturity. Yeah. So, <laughs> and even the title of your album, that's the point I really, really want to make. And I'm, I'm trying to rush because I know we only have a little time. But 
if you never said anything else, you could stand in a pulpit or on a stage anywhere, Anthony, and say, real life, real worship. That will teach and preach by itself. You could just leave the stage. I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about that. What was your thought process when that um, title came to you? The title came to me in a conversation. I was sitting in a room with Christina Aguilera and Jewel, who uh, was, Jewel was my mentor on The Voice. And Jewel said to me, Anthony, you're a preacher's kid and you're a worship leader, but that's the tip of the iceberg. I want to know what's underneath the surface. I want to know what's going on in your real life. I want to know what you've experienced. I don't just want to know that you're a church kid. I want to know what else is beneath the surface. And when Jewel said that to me, and Christina obviously agreed with her, when Jewel said that to me, I thought my record has got to be about real life, but then also connected to real worship. And the whole concept that sometimes it takes real-life experiences to drive you into a deeper experience and understanding of, of, of the definition of real worship. That was the whole process came to me when I was sitting with Christina Aguilera and Jewel. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is crazy. Because I know. When you block out everything and you just, you know, you're having that, and our relationship with God is all about one-on-one, us and him at a time, us just directing yep. everything to him, you know, coming to him first. And, of course, I don't always do that but I haven't arrived at that, but that is my goal, is to always ask God first. But he is so sovereign, and he understands his daughter Loretta. So let's talk about um, out of 11 songs, oh, my goodness, which one do you think personally just rips from your heart, just takes everything, and then it becomes a song? I think Somebody to Call Home was an honest song. It was an honest day for me. Um, Somebody to Call Home is, is just that. It's about the fact that I've traveled the world, I've seen it all, I've done a bunch of stuff career-wise, but I'm at a point now where I want to be at, be at a place where even though I'm all over the place and traveling a lot, I want somebody to call home because I haven't worked on the area of my life when it comes to relationship. I've worked on my career, but but I've left that side of my whole life. But that, And, then again, that's just me being honest and being real about things that we face as believers, whether it's your career that's done it or the fact that you have commitment issues or Whatever it is, or you just haven't found that right person, or you had a string of bad relationships, it, whatever it is, I was being honest about the fact that I have a desire now to not necessarily have a place to call home because I got a house. I want somebody to call home. So that right now is my <laughs> favorite song and the most honest I've been probably in a, in, in a while. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And to stand there, so no, you know, that, that can kind of backfire on you sometimes, right? When you put it out there like this, and everybody thinks you're talking to them, and ah, you just have to. Right, just, right. <laughs> of course, they are. Do you know that? But then I, I love that. So let's talk about. Um, we have some more minutes. So when can we hear you? When can we see you perform some of these songs live? Where are you going to be? Where can we find you? Well, I look at my own website to see where I'm going to be because I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> Anthony-Evans.com is where you can go. Anthony-Evans.com is where you can go. Tour schedules up. We'll be doing lots of promotional dates. We would love to see you live on the road, or you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Anthony Evans Jr. Anthony Evans Jr. Oh my goodness, what's next for you? I mean, you've done The Voice. You just like took over that show, The Voice, and just stamped your Anthony Evans on it. So, what's next for you? What do you think coming next? What's next for me is obviously promoting this record. The Voice hired me as a talent producer, so I go out on the road with them and audition new talent to be on the show. So that's a lot of fun. Um, what's next for me is really working on uh, making sure that these songs are um, have the biggest impact that I can potentially. I want to work hard on, on this, this record. I'm promoting this record and getting it, getting it out there. I'm really excited about that. Um, that's that's what's, what's on my 
template. Next, I got to go to London, and then we're going to go to Paris and Brussels and do the music over there. And then I'm going to come back and go on the road with the Voice for six weeks and intermittently do events in there for my record. It's just it's, it's a little bit crazy, <laughs> but I'm very excited. That's awesome. I have seen you perform live. You were in Memphis, Tennessee, at the I think it was the Cook Convention Center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Priscilla, your sister, and it was the most amazing time. You definitely know how to pe- give people. Um, I won't say behind the veil because it's so sacred to me, but you get us really, really yeah. close, really, really uh, close. So I just stand you for that gift. Thank you very much. That means a lot. So, what do you say about two an up and coming artist, someone who has pigeonholed themselves? If you had to do it all again, would you do it the same? Well, of course we probably would because we know because we are guided by faith and God. But what do you say to an upcoming artist? Should they pigeonhole themselves? Should they stay within the four walls of the church? Or is it a process to get you to that decision? No, I don't think you should stay within the four walls of church. I think that you should stay within the confines of your faith. That is what you should do. Staying within the four walls of church can limit the impact that you're supposed to have. For some people, within the four walls is where they're supposed to be. So I don't want to say everybody needs to be, you know, right. doing doing what I'm doing. But, but um, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say do that, but I would say maximize your potential and dream bigger and go after things that you may see maybe a little bit outside of your reach because most likely they're not. You've just limited yourself. And then secondly, I would say to, um, to again, just make sure you stay, you stay grounded and have a foundation. You know, if I, when I go to New York and I see skyscrapers, before you see the skyscraper, if you go before they build them, there's a huge hole in the ground. And the deeper the hole is, is it, it normally means that's the higher they intend to go. A lot of us don't want to dig deep foundations, and we want to build these monster careers. And what happens is, when the foundation's not deep enough, whatever you build crumbles. So my encouragement to an upcoming artist, if you, if you want to go high, you've got to dig deep. You've got to work on your character. You've got to work on integrity. You've got to work on your craft. You have to dig deep, which in this culture of immediate gratification, it's hard to do. But you've got to dig deep if you intend on going high and intend on that high the staying up, up, you know, through the storms and everything. Foundation's got to be dug, so that is definitely my encouragement to an up-and-coming artist to, to dig deep. That's beautiful. And I know you have to go, and I'm going to definitely abide by my time restraints that I have with you. But I just want to tell you, you are on to something. It's going to be as big as your soul can receive it to be. So just, Thank you so just much. let it go. <laughs> just let it go Thank and see you what you're so doing. Much. And I hope you will come back on the show and tell us all about what happened. I know it's a busy day. His album, his seventh album, Real Life, Real Worship by Anthony Evans, drops today nationwide. So everybody can go get it. Go get it. Purchase it. Purchase it. Purchase it. And we're just going to wish you well and just say, hey, just take some time out to download everything because this is going to be big. Hold on, Anthony. Hold on for the ride. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Anthony has to go, but I will be playing a couple of his songs in this show, so we're going to take a little pause for the cause. Anthony, thank you so much. I know you have to run. I'm prepping your show, your show, um, two of your songs to air um, as Loretta McNary Live Radio Show, so thank you and God's biggest blessings in your life. Thank you so much. Great talking to you. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And I'm telling you, we have a couple of good songs coming up that are 
very, very new, new as a release today, just that new. And the first song that I'm going to play for you is his song called What Could Have. And we talked about that song earlier, the one that he said he wants to live without regrets. He doesn't want, he wants to go ahead and say what he wants to say to someone that he falls in love with so that they won't end up with somebody else and not him. And then I'll kind of prep you for the next song that I'll play. But enjoy this song, everybody. And don't forget, the album is available today. This is What Could Have by Anthony Evans. This comes once in a lifetime Some come close But they never find What I found in you You're like an unsolved mystery And I'm always uncovering Discovering something new I want to tell
told you you were going to love that song. Oh, I want to clap, but it sounds weird on the radio when you're clapping. But that song, What Could Have Been by Anthony Evans, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. And I am going to see if we can get another song on. It is called All Things New. And don't forget that his album, his seventh album, the first one since his appearance and takeover, as I call it, on the TV show The Voice, um, this is his album after that, and he has grown tremendously spiritually, professionally. He was always at the top of his game when he performed. But this has taken him in a totally new direction and has really stretched his talent. And I'm telling, not stressed it, but enhanced it because he's singing to a whole new audience, inclusive of, you know, all those churchgoers, all of us Christians, but it's inclusive, inclusive and including the entire world. Everybody can listen to these songs and get so much out of them. I'm telling you, it is, oh, my goodness, what could have been by Anthony. And his is a 11 CD, 11-song album that drops today. It is so amazing. So what we're going to do, I'm just going to encourage you to, to buy the CD, and as you listen to the Lorraine Mirror Live radio show, you will be able to um, hear his songs, but I'm in the process of downloading all things new, and hopefully keep listening. Uh, while you're listening, you might want to go to Google Anthony Evans. Google him. You will see how incredible and amazing he is. His music, his sound, his, of course, you know, his family, but he is so gifted and talented. He stands on his own, but of course, that's his foundation. His father's a pastor. His sister also ministers and um, teaches, and she is so awesome, but Anthony is, you know what, <laughs> as my sons would say, the truth the truth. He his just listen to the lyrics. Listen to his lyrics and he tells you how he was changed by being on the voice and how when he went to Hollywood it just opened up so many new doors for him and we are so, so proud of him. So I will end the show with and you'll have to, you know, tune back in and I'll play all things new. But we're gonna end the show. Hope you all were super blessed. Um, what could have been by Anthony Evans? As always, big positive, dream, big dream. Help someone along the way. Once in a lifetime, some come close, but they never find what I found in you. Your life, an unsolved mystery, and I'm always uncovering, discovering. 